0: What's up, guys? Rick here with your betting and -and one-and-done preview for this week's WGC Workday. I'm going to go through the simulated results of this event. I'll go through some head-to-head matchups. We'll talk through some one-and-done options, and we'll get you out of here. It'll be that quick. Uh, Additionally... Two live streams on Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, I think is going to be really important because of how much information is evolving over the course of the week. We're getting new course information. So that's 3 p.m. Eastern Time for your final ownership, questions and answers, all that good stuff. And then 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time, that's the Jock Market Power Hour, where we dive into Stock Market DFS, talk all things Jock Market. We make you some money there. It's Joe Idoni and myself. And then finally, if you've not headed over to rickrungood.com slash bets yet, you could be leaving money on the table. There is uh, a ton of free bet offers, risk-free bets up to, I mean, William Hill's offering like $2,000 if you don't have a William Hill account. There are a bunch of states that have been added recently, so go check that out. See if you're on the list. See if you're eligible and take advantage of your free bets. Uh, But other than that, let's talk workday. Here are the simulated results for this week's WGC Workday, and it is no surprise that Dustin Johnson won 14.5% of my simulations, which is an absolutely insane number. It's huge. You still can't bet it, right? Like, like it's it's you're we're being priced out of the Dustin Johnson outright market, which is a shame. And you know him winning this fourteen and a half percent of the time, but looking at his odds to win, his implied Vegas odds, he needs to win more than sixteen percent of the time to pay this off. Now you could say, Rick, it's only a percentage and a half. Uh, You're splitting hairs. I just want to bet DJ. At DJ I, I it doesn't it doesn't matter to me but if you're betting t- you know uh, week over week time over time to infinity uh, you should be wanting to get these little one and a half percent edges if you don't care then that's fine then then DJ's pretty I mean he's better priced uh, I guess this week than he was last week obviously it's a smaller field it's a no cut event um and, and he actually doesn't even move all that much what was he five and a half to one? Last week, he's 6-1 to one this week. So uh, I, I would actually prefer to outright bet him here than last week. I still don't think that uh, the number is good enough, but it's it's getting closer. The two that jump off in, in my simulations as the biggest values, the guys that offer the best upside here, are, are Patrick Cantley, who I have winning this simulation 11.6% of the time. That was a little bit surprising, but at the same time, it wasn't. The guy has... Uh, you know, he he broke the course record at PGA West. He tied the course record at Pebble Beach. He hasn't played all that particularly well in other rounds, and he's still piling up top ten finishes. So, uh, no surprise to see that he he won a. Similar field and a similar style of event, the Zozo Championship, just a handful of starts ago. So I have him winning this 11.6% of the time, and his implied odds have him winning this golf tournament 6.7%. So that's pretty significant. A 5% uh, increase in expected value is really, really good for Patrick Cantlay, so he would be the top value to bet in the outright market this week. And then Justin Thomas is the other, and, and Justin Thomas is kind of a weird situation because he's, you know, he's dealing with more than just golf right now. Uh, the golf hasn't been good, you know. He is uh, and been candid about the the loss of his grandfather. He's been dealing with the off the course issues uh, when he got caught caught on a hot mic a couple of weeks ago and got dropped by um, Polo and, and had to apologize. I mean, there's just been a lot of not golf things going on for Justin Thomas. And then when he's played golf recently. He hasn't been all that good. Uh, now, I so, so the model obviously doesn't know all of that. So it looks at this and says, okay, Justin Thomas has a 9.2% chance to win this golf tournament. He has been a no-cut um, dominator, right? He's got, off the top of my head, I believe he has 13 PGA Tour wins. Eight of them are in no-cut events. Um, Xander Shoffley, the same thing, you know, three of his four PGA tour wins are in no cut events. So I have Justin Thomas winning this 9.2% of the time. His, his odds imply he wins at 5.1%. So that's a pretty big increase. And then Xander, the guy I just mentioned, um, is almost exactly fairly priced. I have been winning this 8.4% of the time. His implied odds say 8.3. He's very, very fairly priced in this market. So that's what the model says. What what do I say? Um, you know, I've uh, I'm still a, a big proponent that that a a top ten player in the world is probably going to win this golf tournament. The one that kind of interests me in that category is Terrell Hatton. You know, most people. Just assume he hasn't been playing. Not obviously not the case. He won in Abu Dhabi a couple of weeks ago. Played well in in Saudi Arabia. Has a ton of win equity. Uh, doesn't play often. Wins a lot. That's a really good combination. And then outside the top ten players in the world, um, you know Victor Hovland continues to call my name. You know this is something I talked about on the on the DFS preview, and I'm sure I'll talk about you know in other in other situations this week. He's such a great ball striker. He's an unbelievable ball striker. His short game is much improved. We're going to a place that no one has played competitively for the most part. I think it helps these younger guys. I, I think this is a really good spot for Hovland who won. He won in Mayakoba and hasn't stopped, right? He's just been continuing to pump out uh, great finishes nearly every single week. The model actually really likes Victor Hovland uh, in the top five market. So, so if you look at the outright market, Hovland, uh, to me, pretty accurately priced. I have been winning this about 4% of the time implied odds say he wins about 4.3, but it's the top five market that I think there's a bit of value here. I have him finishing in the top five um, 19% of the time, which is a lot. It's it's more than Daniel Berger. It's more than Patrick Reed. It's more than Webb Simpson. And the top five market for him, the implied top five market for him has him finishing about in the top five about 16.7%. So there's a bit of value in both the top five and top 10 markets for Um, for, for Victor Hovland, we don't have the same equity in the top 20 market. And and especially in a field like this, where there's only 72 golfers, the top 20 markets are pretty, pretty tough. I mean, DJ, um, I mean, his, uh, what what is he's one, he's 1.25 to one to finish inside the top 20 implying he's going to do it 80% of the time. Um, No. He's probably not going to do it that often. He's going to do it. I've i, have him, I have him doing it sixty percent of the time. That's still not enough. Uh, Will Zalatoris also eating up a bit of the top five, top ten market. That's probably a good spot for him. I'm trying to see who else might be interesting here. That's the ones I feel comfortable about. Um, you know, there's like a, there's like the random Kucher stuff, but I don't I don't necessarily buy. You know his his it's You know I have Kucher winning this a half a percent of the time. I have him finishing inside the top te- top five seven percent of the time. Um, I'm not I'm not ready to 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 back that really. So uh, I'll probably avoid it. All right, let's find some head to head. So head to head betting matchup here on RickRunGood.com. You can put in any two golfers that you want. So let's find a couple. And there was one that stuck out stood out to me immediately here. Oh, here it is. Uh, Justin Thomas and Terrell Hatton. I'm a big Hatton believer. Um, you know, we kind of talked about both of these guys already. Now they're being pitted against each other in a head to head matchup. Let's do since the start of 2020. That's normally what I do here. Wow. Still has JT as JT is a pretty significant favorite. Now, I guess the flaw in this model is that it's not considering European tour. Um, which I can fix, I can, I can probably add the European tour to this, but that is a kind of a blind spot in, in this model. So Hatton, who's had a ton of success, especially on the European tour doesn't get really any credit for it. Um, So we, I removed one blind spot. So the one blind spot used to be that this would only take measured events and it had to add shot link data, which is no longer the case. So that's great. So now I've just got to figure out a way to get the Euro Tour stuff in here, which I guess I certainly can do. Uh, but I think there's a blind spot for Hatton because it has J- Justin Thomas winning this 66% of the time. That's a massive number. I do not necessarily agree with it. He's being priced as the favorite, um, but my gut would say it is a lot closer than that. Let's do... Mark Leishman versus Matthew Wolf. This is really interesting because Leishman was terrible after the restart. Wolf has been pretty bad recently. Let's see what we have here. All right. I still wow, look at these, look at these trends. Um, you know, Leishman who was brutal making a comeback, Wolf who was awesome falling, falling back down to earth. Uh and it's getting a lot closer. I have Matthew Wolf winning this 53% of the time. So I have his projected money line at minus 114. He's minus 120 on DraftKings. Uh Mark Leishman is minus 106. So this is unbettable because you're this this uh this is being priced accurately when you start to figure in the juice. So let's see if we can find one that is a good bet. Um Carlos Ortiz versus Mackenzie Hughes. I wonder what that would pop up. Let's see what else we have. Let's do let's do that. Well, let's do Carlos Ortiz versus Mac Hughes. I have Hughes winning this 51% of the time. Okay, so this one this one would be a bet. So I have Hughes as the favorite 51% of the time. DraftKings is showing Carlos Ortiz as the favorite, pretty significantly minus 125 to Hughes is minus 103. So um, it's not a great number, but you could bet the Hughes side. You could not bet the Carlos Ortiz side. Because you're not getting enough. Let me see. I want to find a big one. I want to find something with some. How about Morikawa and Cameron Smith? Although I bet you Cam Smith has played. Um, well, I know he's played a lot better than what people realize, but I want to find one that's pretty significant here. All right, I have Morikawa winning this 56% of the time, minus 130. He's minus 117. Cam Smith, plus 130. Obviously, no juice there. Yeah, this is pretty close. I couldn't bet this one either. So I guess out of the ones I showed, the the one I'd want to bet most would be Hughes over Carlos Ortiz would at least move the needle for me. But uh, if you want to go plug in every matchup, head over to rickrungood.com. One and done. The run good one and done, which started at the beginning of the season, uh, actually had a lot of people who had Max Homa. Like 12, 15 people had Max Homa. Uh, A lot of people had Tony Finau. There was money to be made, so the updated standings are now a storm of Shanks, 7.5 million, Swarm at 7.3, J.Key, 7.1, Brandon K9 at 7, and then Nash, the Flash, jumps into the top five, 6.3. I am now in... Like 50-something, I think. 53rd. 4.5 million. I got to get going if I'm going to catch these guys. Um, I had Rory last week, I believe, which... No, maybe I didn't have Rory last week. Let's see who I had last week. I had Rory and basically everyone in Dunn, which obviously did not work out. Oh, I had Victor Hovland. Okay, so he got me $344,000. Um, you know, I had Rory in a lot of places and for the first time since the 2019 Open Championship... He misses the cut, which is just just excellent. Um, For this week, obviously another large prize pool, another large purse. Winner's share is going to be significant. There's no cut to deal with. So I'm, again, cool with rolling out a stud, rolling out a big-time name. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean a top-10 player in the world? I think it does. Uh, I'm circling... Terrell Hatton I mean there's a trend here right the DFS preview the 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 betting preview now we are here in the one and done situation um Hatton is just he's a winner right I mean we can pull up his his stats here we have a guy who has won worldwide four times in his last 22 starts by my quick count four out of 22 a couple European tour wins an Arnold Palmer Invitational victory. We are back at the Florida, the Florida Swing. This is where he found success last year. I think that uh, people who are not listening to this are going to not realize he's here, not care who he, that he's here, not know who he is. All that good stuff. I think this is a pretty good time to roll out Terrell Hatton. I, I don't know what we're saving him for. You know, you look at some of the other top ten players in the world, which is probably where I want to go. It, you know, you've either used or are saving. You know, DJ Rom, JT. You probably want to hold off to see JT's form Um, Xander. You can play anywhere. It's, it's just Hatton Hatton's the guy I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that if you're trying to run, you know, an optimal one and done that Hatton would be the guy to play this week. Um, Yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty straightforward. Now, if there are other golfers, if you want to go a little bit further, obviously I've shown a lot of love for Victor Hovland this week. Um, I don't mind that. I also, I got to tell you, I don't mind Will Zalatoris. Um, uh, the 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 idea that we're all getting to the concession at the same time and there is little advantage. I mean, there's no advantage because no one's played this before. So it kind of levels the playing field a little bit. And what Will Zalatoris has done on the diversity of courses, I, I mean, for him to finish in the top 10 at winged foot, one of the most difficult courses in the world. Uh, then to finish top ten at Punta Cana, maybe one of the easiest golf courses that the pros play. And then to go to a birdie fest like the Shriners and 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 finish fifth there. And then go to go to uh, Tory Pines and finish top ten there. And then go to Riviera and get another t fifteen. I mean, it just doesn't matter. Anything that we throw at this guy, uh, he figures out a way to get it done. And with the unknown of the course. You know, I think it's going to play similar to Riviera. I think it's going to be like twelve under par is going to win. I could be wrong. If it's even par, I think Will Zalatoris has a chance. If it's twenty two under, I think Will Zalatoris has a chance. So um, that that's probably where I would go if I was going further down the board, and I'd be pretty comfortable with that. I, I'm not I'm not worried about it from especially from a no cut aspect. He's going to get four guaranteed rounds to kind of flash the brilliance. I'm I'm kind of stoked for it. And then the other one, the final one here, if you're if you're trying to make up ground, is probably Harris English. Um, he is, for all intents and purposes, a top 10 player. And he has played like that for the last 18 months. Now, his current world golf ranking says he's a top 20 player. He's number 20 player in the world. And he's coming off a couple of missed cuts. He hasn't played in two weeks. Uh, there's not a lot of great positive sentiment towards Harris English. I, this feels like a good time to run him out. You know, he's coming off a win a couple of starts ago at, at the Tournament of Champions. That's a no-cut event. That's a stacked field. Um, I, I'm okay to go back to there. I would only use him if I was trying to make up ground, if I was trying to, you know, make a push. Maybe I was trying to steal a segment or something like that. But those are the three options, I think. Hatton, Zalatoris, and English, depending on your situation. But let me know what you think. I could be very wrong. Uh, there could be a lot of other options out there. It's an absolutely stacked field. So, no No problem. You can roll out anybody. Uh, Tweet me what you think. At Rick Rungood. Leave a comment below. Best of luck this week. And I'll talk to you guys soon.